0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Rebel Mama Hotline. Oh, I'm so excited for this episode. <laughs> I know, so am I. But today we're going down memory lane.
1: Yes, we are sharing a year in review and taking you through all the ups and downs of 2021 service. And there was a lot.
0: Yeah, we hope that this episode helps you feel less alone in the ongoing shit show that is this pandemic, and we hope it brings you some laughs along the way, too.
1: Yeah, even when we started putting this together, at first, I felt like you know, what are we going to talk about? It felt like we didn't really do anything in 2021, um, maybe because our minds were preoccupied with COVID. But then when I started going through our calendar and our feed, and we started talking about all the things we've done, it suddenly became very apparent that we were actually pretty accomplished this year, babe. <laughs> well, somewhat. <laughs> all from home in our pajamas. Yes. But I would say, though, that journaling and and note taking and stuff like that, it's good to look back at the calendar sometimes because you might surprise yourself and you might become very proud of yourself, too. Totally.
0: This exercise definitely made a really good case for journaling. And at first I was like, oh, I wish I kept a journal. And then I looked at our feed and I looked at our blog and I was like, oh, we do keep a journal and we share it with the world.
1: (laughs) That's the beauty of Instagram.
0: Indeed. So when I was looking at everything together, all I kept thinking was, oh my God, we seriously tapped into our creativity in the last 12 to 24 months. Yeah, And 2021 may go down as the year that we truly capitalized on all of our more obscure talents,
1: (laughs) namely fashion and art. Yes. It's true. It's funny what comes out of that sometimes. And it's good to tap into creativity when there's nowhere else to go. That's what I find anyways. But all right, let's get going. Starting with January, we're going to go month by month. Um, Well, first of all, which I didn't even realize, in January 2021, we launched our second book, Get Your Shit Together, the handbook for financially empowered moms. Um, it seems like so long ago, but it was actually just at the beginning of last year. <laughs> I can't even believe that. I know. it's Time is crazy. Time isn't real. So anyways, but uh, yeah, if you haven't picked that up, it's available everywhere books are sold online um, and in local baby stores and gift shops. But uh, yeah, I think most people probably need it these days.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm still super proud of this book. and. Yeah. I'm kind of sad to be totally honest. I'm sad that we missed out on the opportunity to like really give the book what it deserved. It deserved us to go around and it deserved us to have events and bring people together and discuss mm-hmm. this important topic of financial literacy especially at this time. But hopefully we still managed to empower women in our community with this book and you know as always we wrote it in very plain language. And we basically just broke down how to earn money, spend it, save it, invest it, and talk to your kids
1: about it. But you know what? We will be back with events and we will definitely touch on money. So there's that. We will make sure that these ladies are financially literate and they can confidently navigate their finances alone if need be. You never know.
0: Well, we're going to get our book tour, goddammit.
1: Yeah, we're going to make it happen <laughs> two years later.
0: we have to write another book to get a book tour? Because we thought we were going to get it. Remember, we really thought we were going to get a sweet cross Canada book tour for the first book and then it came out two weeks after the world closed down and then we were like, okay, but it'll be fine because, you know, the second book is coming out January 2021 and by then the pandemic for sure will be over.
1: I have no faith left anymore in anything being over. <laughs>
0: honestly me either (laughs) okay let's talk about february what the hell happened in february we launched our podcast oh my god seems like yesterday and forever ago at the same time
1: yeah exactly it seems like so much longer than that really time has truly truly been fucked up these last two years Um, but we were discussing the podcast for a while, so maybe that's why it seems like it's been in our brains for a long time, but we officially only launched it in February 2021. So, hey guys, welcome to our over a year anniversary. I know, oh my God, we should have had a party for our one year birthday. I'll have a party for anything, so yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: we started it off by discussing virtual school and Bridgerton, which funny enough, Bridgerton's back now. (laughs) Yes. So every once in a while, I'll go back and I'll listen to the old episodes and they're a good time. So if you want to have a good laugh at our rants, then hop on over to Apple Podcasts, which is where you probably already are right now. And just start, you know, start from the beginning. Treat yourself.
1: Yes, we've had some pretty good rants in there and some offhand comments. <laughs> also in February, we launched our original Prince And it was so great to get those out there and see them in people's homes and nurseries.
0: That was a beautiful thing. Can you tell us a little more about how that came to be, babe? Because that's a good story.
1: It is a good story. So um, I was doodling on my son's iPad. He had some app, like an art app. And I was bored and I was doodling with him. And then I had kind of like an aha moment, like the light bulb goes off. And I was like, hold on, I can draw. (laughs) <laughs> I almost <laughs> forgot I could draw and uh, and I love interiors and I love art and I love being creative so it's kind of a no-brainer and it sparked such creativity in me and quickly became my favorite project and that's what I was doing in the evenings we were watching basketball games and I was doodling in the corner with my iPad and my iPad and figuring things out and, and I love it I still love it I feel like part
0: of it too was when we were finishing writing get your shit together we were like fuck we're gonna need some visuals in here this is yeah. some like some of these topics can be a little bit dry and then we were like okay we're gonna have photographs and maybe we'll do illustrations and you were like maybe I can do some illustrations mm-hmm. and if you have the book you can see them throughout the book and same with the first
1: one actually that's where the Batwoman came into play so you've been
0: doodling for a little while
1: now babe I'm always doodling just, you know, on sticky notes and grocery lists, but (laughs) now I'm doing it professionally, guys. So if you want it in your home, it's available. (laughs) Yeah. Rebelmama.com
0: slash art store. Anyways, (laughs) go to rebelmama.com, hit the shop tab at the top, and then you can hit fine art prints. or
1: Yeah, you'll find it Or, or shop on Instagram.
0: Yeah, exactly. We have
1: faith. We have faith in you.
0: You can do it. You can find it. Okay, so what else? Oh, we also had a great collab with the one and only April Pride. I love her. She's so great. And she really came on board to help us discuss women and weed. From the perspective of somebody who actually knows what they're talking about, because we're just women who really like weed a lot. So (laughs) We... I actually don't know too much about the strains and stuff like that. So she came on board and started a very necessary conversation that was just about cannabis literacy, just educating people on what's available, what's out there, what the conversations are like right now. And I love it. So if you want to check those out on our website, uh, you can search April Pride in the search bar or High Guide. Uh, There's resources on the site that talk about things like sex and cannabis, endometriosis and cannabis, and Cannabis 101.
1: Yeah, so much great insight and information from her and and resources. She's great. Everyone should give her a follow for sure. Okay, let's talk about March.
0: A year ago, what were we doing a year ago?
1: (laughs) I don't know, babe. Well, we were creating a lot of content in March.
0: We were creating a lot of content. That was kind of the time when we were like, how can we be of service to people? What do people want to read? What do people need to read? Um, We put out a bunch of anti-racism content at that time, continuing on from the stuff that we started sharing in 2020. Actually, we really started sharing anti-racist content in like 2016, but you can once again find all that on our website too. Um, But... We also, in March, launched our first collab with a local designer
1: with uncuffed leather. Remember that? Yes. So good. (laughs) We love Olga. She's a mom, too. And she's running this business on her own. And she's actually, she's got some accolades now, too. She's got a celebrity following. Big time. Um, Lady Gaga's worn her stuff. Ariana Gaga's.
0: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. There were Vita Ora, Rita Ora. Rita Ora. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, she's doing amazing things. And we did this really fun winter white leather collection with her thinking, okay, like now the pandemic's got to be ending. Like back are starting to come, like we're going to be going out again. People aren't going to know what to wear. And the idea of it was we wanted to give people one or two items to add to their wardrobe that could act as like a styling toolkit to refresh what they already have because nobody was buying a whole new wardrobe in the pandemic. But we thought the world is opening again. People are going to need
1: outfits. Yeah, and, and it was white. Like, I love that it was winter white and not black and not drab or gray or depressing. Like, it was white it, and it still is obviously um, like a timeless, basic color you can pair it with anything but it was so much nicer to wear that I feel like and that beret is so cute it's so chic it's so good those things will never go out of style and
0: I think that's the kind of items that we like to add to our wardrobe but you know we may or may not be able to help you with your wardrobe in the very near future (laughs) yes Wink, Make wink. sure you're following us on socials and you're ready for our launch of Rebel Mama services coming soon.
1: Some personal shopping, maybe, personal styling, closet consultations, all that fun stuff. I mean, that's our background. We've come from that that background of retail and we we do have that, especially you, you're like stylist extraordinaire and we're always kind of like styling each other before we go out we're always picking at each other like little monkeys do in those national geographic videos
0: before we go out before we take photos before we do a photo shoot we're always picking at each other it's it's our thing babe
1: yes so following that collab with uncuffed we in april we launched a capsule jewelry collection with noemi shea And that's a local brand of gorgeous beaded gold and silver jewelry that we accented with our own flair, a lightning bolt, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And the woman behind the brand, Natalie, is one of my dearest friends and mama of two toddlers. And she's such a hardworking and inspiring woman. It was honestly a pleasure to get behind this brand when she started it and get it out to our audience and, People really loved it and and they're still buying it and they're stacking it and it looks great. Um, If you want to check it out, it's at NoemiShay.com.
0: I'm still wearing mine like every day and I I don't want to take my necklace off. It just stays on.
1: (laughs) It's like everyday jewelry. Yes. That's just so easy to wear. And then it just makes you look so much more put together than you probably feel. Plus your kids can wear it too
0: yeah totally it was really when we got the ones for the boys that was really cute our kids are all three of our combined boys have matching evil eye
1: and my husband has a bracelet too like she'll she'll make stuff for men too that's like black beaded more masculine look (laughs) and the price point is amazing
0: too so yes go check out com. and then let's talk about May
1: May you know when I hear May I think of that meme with Justin Timberlake it's gonna yes. be may <laughs> well in may we started to take a step back from social media spotlight for the sake of our own mental health we we were feeling the pressure before to put out videos and kind of more typical influencer content and have our faces in the feed and uh, as true introverts because we really are we're extroverted introverts Um, That was never really in our comfort zone. And we kind of like stepped back a little bit from it. And I love that for us.
0: I loved it for us too. And I still love it for us now. Mm -hmm. I feel like that really, I think we, I'm so happy that we both agreed to that. I don't even know if it was a verbal agreement or if we just like.
1: (laughs) Mind melt.
0: Like the Homer Simpson meme disappearing into the bushes. Like we just both that (laughs) at the same time. Um, But yeah, I just, I totally felt that, I felt ick about putting my face out there and doing, you know, talking head stories. I'm like, nobody wants to see this. I know that nobody wants
1: to see this. Like, it didn't feel authentic to us either. And we're all about, like, we've got to feel good in our own skin if we're going to do something.
0: Yeah. And then that's when we figured out that people also don't want to see our faces, that people want to see memes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. I mean, we spent a lot of that time. The beauty of that was when we stepped away and the pressure was off and we weren't so focused on pushing out this kind of content about ourselves. We spent Mm -hmm. all that time just like taking walks and listening to music and hanging out with friends and we were putting our phones down a lot more. And uh, that was something that was great. Well, and we were really living at that time. Like we were vaxxed and relaxed and ready to party at that
0: time. Well, that was like, that was the first glimmer of hope. And we were like, not going to spend that time with our phones in our faces. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Private. (laughs) It was lovely. You missed it, but it was great.
1: Um, Okay. June. June June was crazy.
0: June was when the extra, the introverts had to come out of their cave.
1: Yeah, we were like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in June, we landed a national commercial with Hudson's Bay, which was pretty crazy because it just kind of fell on our lap. And yeah. it moved ahead so quickly between team meetings with them and uh, we were doing all these reference boards and making sure we were represented in an authentic way. We did fittings. I remember we did that fitting like right before I went to the cottage, we brought our kids there they had the rolling racks. We did the whole thing. It was crazy. And that was just the prep.
0: Yeah. I think we went, I think it was like three weeks between initial engagement and shoot. Yeah. It all came really quickly. And then fast forward, to the actual day on set, which was, you know, the typical, it was a 13 hour day, um, which is normal, but it happened to be a 13 hour day. That was day two of my period. And all the ladies out there just went, Ooh, I'm sure because, Oh my God, it was a pouring rain. So we were relegated to the trailer or on set and we had the kids with us and I was like bleeding through the wardrobe, TMI, but (laughs) shit happens and was in so much pain and they kept being like, okay, kids run and jump on your mom. And I'm like, please... Don't jump on my uterus. And, and they're like,
1: "Do it again. Can we get that again? Can you guys yeah. run and jump on her one more time?" I'm like, "Oh my god, she's gonna die." So
0: go back and rewatch the commercial with that brand new context. <laughs>
1: I now you'll know that. And on the inside, Nikita's uterus was suffering greatly. But oh, my God, that was so real. I have so much respect for people in this industry. Thank the shout too. out to anybody in <laughs> the television and commercials and, and things like that to memorize lines and say things over and over with fresh energy. It was crazy, Um but they were great. The team was so great at at directing us and being patient with us. And everyone was so wonderful. We had a great time on set. We did, but we did have a cigarette when we left and we don't
0: even smoke. That's how much (laughs) we
1: didn't know. Yeah. We didn't even know what else to do. Like we don't even smoke. We're like, you want a cigarette?
0: (laughs) Seems like the right thing to do.
1: (laughs) I was amped. My God.
0: Yeah, that was a roller coaster ride, and at the end of it we needed to get off.
1: Alright, on that note, babe, I think we should take a break, but maybe not have a cigarette this time. <laughs> this
0: episode is brought to you by Rebel Mama Merch. Happy Face Tukes in neon green and light pink, cozy sweaters and muted pastels with red embroidery, vital additions to any work from home matriarch's wardrobe. Choose between Rebel Mama and Mommy Groot Dropout. Or better yet, don't choose at all and get both. All Rebel Mama Merch was just marked down to 30% off, so head to the slash merch to make your purchase. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and what better way to celebrate than with the gift of Rebel Mama Gear? Once again, All Merch is now 30% off. No code required. So get to shopping at the
1: slash merch. Okay, we're back. Where were we? We got half the year done. Okay, July. Well, first of all, we took off for a weekend in Hockley Valley. We're just going to share some of our things that we didn't post that much of, which was a conscious decision to escape our families and homes and take a short break from the mom hustle because it was getting pretty real and we've just about had it.
0: (laughs) That was a hilarious and amazing weekend. That was The first weekend that everything actually opened, I think every single staff person there had been hired the day before we arrived. It was so strange. It was so surreal, but we had so much fun and we laughed and laughed and ate and drank and laughed some more. That was exactly what the doctor ordered.
1: Something about just being with the ladies. There was three of us. It was us two and our dear friend, Ariane. And just something about being with the ladies and moving at your own pace and no one asking you questions and no one needs snacks and <laughs> you don't know where the keys are, so you can't tell your husband. <laughs> so it was
0: great. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. June was a beautiful thing. And then the other thing that happened in June was that we got signed to memo,
1: July. which was really fun.
0: Is that July?
1: Yes. It's okay.
0: It's a blur. June, July, whatever. So if you're not familiar, memo.me is a service that lets you book shout-outs from public figures and celebrities. So not that we consider ourselves celebrities in any way, shape, or form, but we are the Rebel Mamas and yeah. we love sending new mama words of advice, wisdom, encouragement, wish you a happy birthday, all that kind of stuff. So. It's a hilarious service and we're on it. So if you want to book us, memo.me <laughs> and then just search for Rebel Mamas in there and we'll
1: record a little video message for a baby shower or whatever. And you know, our message is going to be true Rebel Mama style, so it won't be boring. That's for sure. Exactly. No, it's a fun gift. That was a, that was a fun thing to do. August. Let's go to August. Don't, do That's when Hudson's Bay commercial hit the screens and we didn't even really tell anybody like nobody, well, we were under contract. We couldn't really like announce it to our audience or anything. We only told our immediate family, um, but nobody knew. And then it hit the screens and it was nationwide. They were playing it all the time. And we were just thrilled to get the calls from our surprise friends and family who caught it during their TV time, Um, which you didn't catch it, right? You still didn't catch it in real? No, you know what?
0: I saw it once about three days before it went off the air.
1: I, I <laughs> you did. It.
0: Yeah, I was, and the kids were watching it too. And that was really cute because they were like, oh my God, it's us. We're on TV. So I'm happy that
1: they got to see it live in real time. But that was pretty wild. Oh my God, crazy. And someone told me that they saw it aired during a Raptors game, which was like probably the proudest moment of my life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was a that was a crazy time, but that really that also spurred our second exit from the social media landscape because <laughs> once um they started promoting it to their audience, it was, you know, people were seeing us who didn't know who the hell we were.
1: Oh, and yes, we got some interesting feedback, remember? Yeah, some people
0: haters going to hate. And the haters did hate, and they were a little bit scary with their language that they were using to hate on us. And we got notifications, well, I did anyway, for every one of those comments. So August was a mix of like, oh my God, this is so great. You know, the culmination of all our hard work over the years, we, you know, we confirmation that we really built a brand that resonated, but then also like a reminder that we truly do have a niche following.
1: We can't and, make everyone happy. We're not tequila. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. Precisely. The mainstream had some things to say, which
1: were not... But we know, like, we know that has nothing to do with us and it has more to do with them. So we don't take that stuff personally and we, we don't take it to heart. We know where we stand and we know who we are and we know what our brand stands for. So we don't really get caught up in the bullshit.
0: No, but it definitely inspired us to yes take a step back from the bullshit we were like (laughs) why are we putting ourselves out there for this this is crazy let's just become a meme page and then alas
1: we became a meme page (laughs) yes we did this started slowly but also in that in that time um in august we started planning our new merch this is where we like started doing all the research we finally found the perfect production partner who's local and in toronto actually up the street from me which is awesome yeah. And we were stoked to get our first drop to the Rebel Mama Gang. And we loved the idea of mamas rocking these in the streets and finding each other out there in the world and knowing they're a part of something. So we were really excited to get that out there.
0: Yeah, that was that was exciting. But, you know, obviously, if you know the timeline and you know that we started planning that in August and they dropped in January, <laughs> yes, then you will understand that we were victim to the supply chain issues that everybody else was. And sampling was a nightmare because it was really hard to get samples.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, that was a slow build, but really we were like, I think that we wanted to establish a way to sustain ourselves without always having to revert back to advertising dollars. Um, we really like putting out free content for people. Like free, valuable, educational, comical, whatever it is, value-giving content. And we don't ask people to pay us for that because we believe that those kinds of things should be free, especially to moms who really deserve and need a community. So if we can be that for people, I would rather not charge people for it. But having to rely on advertising was just not totally sustainable. So the merch and the prints came about because we had to be creative. We had to use what we had with very little else.
1: I know. You did it. This is actually a great episode for entrepreneurs out there to like, I mean, yeah. this is it, right? If you want to be an entrepreneur, it's great and everything, but you're responsible for your own paycheck and it's all on your back. And you have to find sometimes creative ways to make that happen. It's not easy. Yeah.
0: It is not easy. But if you want to support us and you love our free content, then you, you know too. how to do it. <laughs> rebelmamacom slash merch, baby. Shop our spring sale and then just wait for the next drop. Oh, my God. The oh, next yeah. Drop. We're going to have this so much so stuff.
1: Coming. There's so much stuff in the works that was only the first and drop and there's gonna be more and get excited get excited we're gonna have you looking good out there yeah exactly and beyond
0: well let's talk September because September's the wow. fucking best
1: it's our favorite time of the year it really it's is our first month And it's officially Virgo season, and obviously Virgo season is the best season of all. Um, And we love to overly celebrate it with our Virgo friends. And plus, it's kind of a great time weather-wise. It's just, it's a good time. It's like the beginning of the year, it feels like to us. It is definitely our new year. Yes.
0: But we even got an escape in September, which was probably one of the highlights of my year, I think same same but we went to Palm Springs together oh god it was so beautiful we like oh my god we were able to really still our minds there Mm -hmm. reflect float in the pool wake up and watch the sunrise stare at the moon it was just so good for the soul to be in the desert and to be with a small group of our friends who we hadn't seen in so long and just to love on each other and cook for each other and be with each other and have beautiful conversations and experience things together and see a new landscape. It was soul food, that trip.
1: It was, it was was epic. And the best part was it came together kind of randomly because it was supposed to be a family trip for me. I was supposed to go with my husband and my kid and we were going to meet our friends down there, uh, mutual friends. And, um, I couldn't take my kid because of vaccination things. So if we got back, he'd have to isolate out of school for two weeks and we weren't willing to do that. So then it became my husband and I, and then schedule wise and work wise, that didn't work for him. So he dropped out. So I was going on my own. And then I spent like a few good weeks, like just seating it with Nikita, you know, maybe you should come like. You know, we you really need a flight, like accommodations and the car rentals already done. And then like a, kind of the week before, I want to almost say you were at my house and we were working and I'm like, come on, man, book the trip, book the trip.
0: It was the week before. And we were like, let's just look at the flights. Like, let's just see. Because if it's, you know, if it was astronomically expensive, it would have been off the table. But we checked the flights and it was like $350 for <laughs> We that was like, the universe
1: hooking you up, babe?
0: It really was, and we were like, okay, now we can't not do this. Like, it's not even an option to not do this. And it was your birthday, and it was my
1: birthday. Yeah, it had to be done. It had to be done, and we did it. And, and God, we're I'm such so good travel buddies. We're such great travel buddies. We just chill and like smoke weed and read books. And like, yeah, it's just it's the easiest thing ever. It really is the easiest thing ever. And God, if
0: you are thinking about booking a trip with your girlfriend or your girlfriends and you're, you know, beating yourself up or considering, oh my God, I don't know if I can leave my kids. Yes, you can.
1: Yes, you can. They'll be fine.
0: You can and you should, and you should definitely do it, especially if the flight is well within budget.
1: Take that as well. I think, you know, yes. Yes. Maybe the people that are going to be taking care of your children while you're gone are not going to do it the same as you. And, and you're going to worry about all those things. But really, when you take it down to the bare basics, are they going to be fed? Yes. Are they going to be safe? Yes. Are they going to sleep, shit, and pee, and everything else that they have to do? Sure. Get to daycare, whatever. They'll be fine. Yeah. Just go yeah. because you're going to come back as a better human being and a better mom. And it's just beneficial to everyone in the end.
0: Yeah. 100% agreed. We should just do
1: a whole episode telling everybody to get the fuck out. <laughs> I tell
0: everybody who will listen. Like literally anybody who steps in the threshold of my house or I see on the school ground and they're like, "Oh, I'd love to." Get-. I'm like, "Do it. Just do it. I'm going to help you look for flights. I'll I'll open the app right now. Let's just let's find you a flight. Let's get you out of here because I just every mom, every dad too, but god, moms had a hard time this pandemic. It's every talking was yeah. Every mom deserves a little bit of a fucking break. <laughs> Maybe a lot of bit of a break. Um, what else? What else did we do in October? Uh, again, we removed ourselves from the social media, which is beautiful.
1: <laughs> it's our favorite thing to do is just hide under a rock. But that's when we officially, officially converted to a meme page, and we like we wanted to share stories, share laugh, share important information, and we didn't want to get bogged down by overly thought out content memes are so great they're like such a great way to get your mood across and just you know tell people how you're feeling without using your own words and and people are hilarious out there I feel like that piece of it of
0: telling people how you feel without using your own words is probably the most cathartic bit because you're like I don't even have to say this like it's such a common thought that somebody else has already had it and instead of racking my brain to put it together in a way that's going to resonate. Like, why not just share the words of somebody else mm-hmm. and introduce people to other voices in the space that they might relate to? It just, we really were killing ourselves slowly trying to create <laughs> so much content after already putting all of our hearts and brains into the two books that we already put out in the And the blog.
1: The blog is so much, so full of content.
0: Totally. And we just were like, no, we got to accept some help at this point. And we did that in
1: the form of sharing other people's thoughts. And you know what? It turns out we are great at curating memes. Yeah. (laughs) Who knew? knew? I mean, the response in our DMs and stuff from our audience, which we love, by the way, is is always just like, thank you so much. You guys make me laugh so much with the memes you choose. We're great at choosing memes, babe. What can we say? It's a talent. Put it on your resume.
0: (laughs) And then November. Oh, my God. I can't believe the year went by that quickly. But then Mm -hmm. we did make it to November. And November presented another travel opportunity for yours truly.
1: Which you took. You seized that shit so fast. and I loved it. Seized it.
0: Yep. Another, a second child-free vacation within six <laughs> weeks of the first one. But this one fell on my lap because my older sister, who I'm super, super close with, moved to Bahamas amidst, amidst the pandemic. And that's a move that only somebody with no children can make on a whim, but God bless. And she was settled there and she just was, you know, we, have our family group chat and we were talking about how much we miss each other. Me, my mom, my sister, she was like, you guys should just come down. We were like, you know what? Yes, we should.
1: And we did.
0: Me and my mom went and we were roommates together for, I don't know. We weren't there for very long. I think it was like three days, but Oh my God, we had the best time. Usually the time I spend with my mom is you know, the kids are usually in the mix and my parents are super involved in my kids' lives, but everything revolves around the kids when they're there. So it was so nice to just have that time to hang out and connect and laugh and have dance parties and just chill with my mom, who is one of the best people ever. and he is the fucking coolest. And to have that time with my sister too, and to experience her life there and
1: Plus it was like November, like, come on, you don't want to be in Toronto in November when you can be in the Bahamas.
0: (laughs) Yeah, their slogan is literally, life's better in the Bahamas, and it's the most fucking accurate country slogan. (laughs) Facts. (laughs) Facts. (laughs) Um, Correct, Bahamas. Life is better there. But God, yeah, once again, I mean, travel really changed my perspective about what's important in life and the sacrifices that I'm willing to make and the sacrifices that I'm not willing to make. And once again, 10
1: out of 10, highly recommend. Travel without your kids. And you know what? It's good for your kids too. It's okay for them to see mommy go off and do her thing and come back. And they don't have to be on every trip with you. and They don't have to be up your ass for eternity every time you board a plane. So get them used to it now. So they're not such stage five clingers every time you need a break. Yeah. We all need to miss each other every once in a while. Yes, that helps too. Don't you love them so much more when you get back? Yes. You're always like, "Oh my god, come here and the snuggles," and I got no. your keychain. Meanwhile, when you're here with them all the time, you're just like, oh my god. "Too much, too much of a good thing is not a good thing." All right, so that takes us to the end of the year, babe. December. What did we do in December? Oh yeah, we got excited about like Christmas coming back. We're like, "Oh my god, the holidays are back! It's gonna feel normal again." And then like. Right before the holidays got going, there was another lockdown. I don't even know what number it was, and a new variant, and it just was like womp womp womp. And what happened to you, babe?
0: (laughs) I got COVID on Christmas morning. Merry Christmas (laughs) Christmas. me! (laughs) After being the caretaker for my family, who went down like toy soldiers one by one, starting December twenty first. Oh, that was a. I mean, it was almost comedic to end the year like that. Like, it wasn't funny, obviously. (laughs) Of course, my youngest, you know, had to get a fucking terrible COVID case and end up in the hospital. Yeah. That's just who he is as a human being, just not into doing anything halfway. But he was fine. We were in and out. We were never, we didn't have to actually stay. He just needed some puffer action and a little bit of oxygen, and we were good to go home. And he was. Totally normal within 24 hours, which is great. But you know how it is when you're a mom and you're, you know, Christmasing.
1: I know. That, that, that's the thing. You make, you make everything so special and you're so excited and you want your family to be there. And then. Totally. Like... I started like, I really, I started decorating December
0: 1st because I just wanted my kids to feel some kind of magic, right? And they love it. And I was really doing, you know, I had, thank God I had all my presents ordered and wrapped <laughs> life, December 15th, because after that shit went fucking downhill so fast. Yep. And if I was wrapping and trying to organize things in the midst of what my household was going through, it would have been an even hotter mess.
1: Oh my God, do you remember how crazy that was? Because everything shut down again and everybody just jumped online and started ordering shit. And yeah. It's just like trucks were delivering things. It was madness. Yeah. I did all my
0: shopping on Black Friday. Like, I have never had my shit together in time to do that. And this year I did. And thank God the universe was looking out for me. They're like, bitch, you need these fucking presents. And you need them now. Do it now, bitch, because you're going down. Yeah. December, You're going down on Christmas morning. Get ready. That's crazy. It was terrible. My sister flew in. I didn't get to see her. um It was just fucking depressing. Once again, just
1: shit, bullshit Christmas. I believe in Christmas twenty twenty
0: two. I I believed in Christmas twenty twenty one. So you know what? I don't believe in anything now
1: until I. Do we don't believe in anything except for Santa. <laughs> yes. There wasn't
0: um, when I needed him. Jesus.
1: Uh... <laughs> Uh, During this time, though, we did like, even though it was pretty fucking crazy at that time, we did firm up an amazing partnership with WHCC, which is Women's Health Collective Canada. And we managed to put a spotlight on women's health starting in December. We started um, doing podcasts. We had amazing guests on our podcast that covered um, topics like the gap in women's healthcare, the lack of research in this area. We covered menopause and aging, maternal health, uh, fertility, sexual health, like so much stuff, and and that was great content to to get out to our audience. It was so necessary. Um, we got a great response from it, so definitely check those episodes out on on the podcast. Um, but yeah, that was that was kind of like a silver lining you know when everything was going to shit we were doing something good and that always makes us feel good when we're like we can be the change
0: yeah exactly well now 2022 baby
1: oh boy hopefully christmas comes
0: (laughs) (laughs) we had a lot to get through before we get to christmas but this year was crazy because it kicked off with virtual school again
1: again like and and small. we got mad about it this time
0: yeah this time we got really mad and we started slamming the government of Ontario with emails yep about school closures because their time had run out as far as we were concerned they had two years to figure this out and the fact that the best they could come up with was closing down schools did not sit well with us so we Put together
1: email templates. We were being very we active. We activated our whole community too. Like the rebel mamas got behind it and started slamming them with emails too, and tagging everyone on Instagram.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't just about like open the schools and put our kids back in them because we can't handle it. Like a big part of that was you know support the teachers through this too. We we understand mm-hmm. that what we're asking them to do is. A really big ask and we should be listening to them and what they require to do their job properly because they know what they need better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, So we really, you know, we really got behind teachers at that time. And since we've really gotten behind nurses and Mm -hmm. we're pushing people to speak to their elected officials about Adding nurses to the list of exemptions of Bill 124. Um, there's a lot of content about that on our website, therebelmama.com. So you can go check out and learn all about what Bill 124 does, who it affects, the changes that can be made to that bill to hopefully get our wonderful, amazing, heroic nurses to stay <laughs> and work. Yes. Oh, Despite the awful conditions that they're dealing with right now, um, you know, the world, everything's opening up again. And we're still not hearing enough talk about how we're going to support our healthcare workers as obviously hospitalizations uptick again, which is mm-hmm. a natural consequence of opening up. And I don't think that that should mean that we don't open up, but I definitely think that means that we really need to be beefing up our healthcare system and giving our healthcare workers the resources they need to be able to do their jobs and to be able to want to do their
1: jobs. Uh, that's yeah, not they thing to they a good idea. Like these these people need to be supported better. They're doing the most important and essential job there is. Exactly. So
0: go check out what Bill 124 means and if you are inspired to do so email your elected officials and tell them that you want nurses and perhaps other healthcare workers added to the list of exemptions along with police officers and doctors and mm-hmm. heads of hospitals and government of officials friends. themselves so of get course. angry and get
1: emailing <laughs> yes <laughs> um what else
0: 2022
1: well 22 when well, we started we finally well we finally launched our merch after nice. half a year of putting it together we finally launched it so we love seeing it on you keep tagging us in it you guys look great in it uh i can't wait, wait till people stop wearing jackets so we just the pink and blue out there and it, it's like it's so nice I, I walked by um a nail salon the other day, and there was a, a woman in there with a rebel mama sweatshirt. No way! It's, it's kind of cool. It's like a girl gang.
0: I love it. I fucking love it. It's like the Pink Ladies. That's what it inspired like, Mommy Group Dropout too. Because every time I even say that, I sing, "Mommy Group Dropout," like Beauty School Dropout. Like it just works. You have a beautiful voice.
1: Oh wow! Thank
0: you. At least I have a fallback.
1: Um. Well. Something very exciting for 2022, though, on the horizon is that we are bringing events back. I am so freaking excited about this. We have been dying to get our community together and all these events going forward will be rooted in the idea of being the village. Um, we've built up our village digitally during the pandemic um, on social media and and on our website, and now we can't wait to get offline again, and we can't wait to see you guys face-to-face, no masks. Like I I just want to hug everybody. Is it okay to hug everybody yet? I'm going to be kissing everyone on the cheeks. Yeah. (laughs) Hope you're okay with that.
0: Yes. Well, you know, being the village also involves sharing your skills and talents with people. So we are, as we mentioned, in the process of launching Rebel Mama Services very soon, where we'll offer personal shopping, closet overhauls, home organization services, and anything else that we can do to support you in your life. So all that is coming down
1: the pipeline. So stay tuned. Yeah, exciting stuff coming. I'm excited for for the next year or so who knows who knows what we'll be doing it's constantly changing but it keeps us alive
0: <laughs> never a dull moment
1: <laughs> yes but
0: it's always nice to find ways to do what we love most and pair that yes. with what the community in the world needs and right now that's kindness and love and togetherness
1: and martinis and weed and vacations <laughs> Let's definitely go on vacation again. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Well, this was lovely. I know. It's nice to be nostalgic about the year past.
0: It really is. And let's just, I think after this episode, let's just close the door on 2021.
1: Yes. May it rest peacefully. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, until our accountant calls us
0: yeah (laughs) remember 2021 we're like no we put that to us on our podcast didn't you listen to it
1: (laughs) um well guys thank you so much for hanging out with us today we love our rebel mama crew so hard it's been a blessing to have you along on our journey especially especially the last two years really truly
0: absolutely and we promise to continue fighting the good fight for the mamas and making sure that we make the changes that we want to see.
1: Bye for now, babes. Bye.
0: See you next time. The song you're listening to is called Name and Number off the debut album Unrequited by Roshan. Stream it now on Apple Music. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening. See you next time.